from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 2nd, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Hospitalizations related to COVID-19 continue to multiply, and health officials say they may not be able to handle the spike expected to follow the Thanksgiving holiday, Tracy Townsend reports. So if you think back to just November 1st, across the state of Ohio, one out of every 11 patients in the hospital had COVID. It's now one out of every four. That's Dr. Andrew Thomas from the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center. He says the ratio in the ICU is even worse. One out of three patients in intensive care has COVID. COVID-19 in rural areas, he says it's closer to half. It's a major concern we have, both in terms of our ability to take care of patients safely, but just the ability to take care of all patients, uh, people that are coming in with a trauma or stroke or heart attack, uh, getting their cancer treated. If uh, the number of COVID patients continues to rise, you know, as we've talked about, as cases rise, hospitalizations will continue to rise seven to 10 days later, uh, that there'll be a crowding out phenomenon. I'm Tracy Townsend. Ohio officials are reviewing preparations being made to receive and distribute doses of COVID-19 vaccine that are expected later this month. Yolanda Harris has more. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine got the chance this week to tour the Ohio Department of Health's receipt store and stage warehouse to see how vaccines will be distributed throughout the state. This facility is where Pfizer's vaccine doses will be shipped for small health departments. The vaccine will go directly to hospitals in larger areas. The RSS facility can hold up to 720,000 doses at any one time. Governor DeWine says he expects Ohio to receive its first batch of vaccines in just two weeks. I'm Yolanda Harris. A leading business group is asking employees to model best practices for reducing the spread of the coronavirus. The Ohio Business Roundtable is a nonprofit organization of large Ohio companies' chief executive officers. The group yesterday announced the coalition to stop the spread with a goal of publicizing the risk to Ohio's economy if things were to get worse. The announcement comes as Ohio's economy continues to show signs of weakness. Last week, the state said 30,177 Ohioans filed initial claims for unemployment compensation, a 21% jump from the week before. Could state testing for students be stopped in the wake of the pandemic? Yolanda Harris has more. This week, some students and teachers are returning to classrooms for state testing, but there is a push to stop that. It's part of a Senate bill being considered at the State House. A student who was scheduled to take or retake an end-of-course exam but didn't because of the pandemic could use their final course grade instead of their exam score. Now, we've reached out to a few districts, and they say they're following all precautions for testing. I'm Yolanda Harris. A fifth hearing on that bill was held in Columbus yesterday. Local and federal officials executed coordinated search warrants at several locations around central Ohio this morning, all of them at healthcare facilities. Lacey Crisp has more from the capital city. The DEA and several other agencies have been at this pharmacy and clinic since this morning. Now, we've seen agents walk in and out of both businesses. We are told they're conducting a search warrant, but DEA officials won't say exactly what for. But what we can tell you is there are search warrants being served at multiple locations that are all connected in the area right now. We have seen employees being questioned, and one patient told us she saw agents carry out patient files. From the Capitol, Lacey Crisp. Agents would not comment on the search warrants except to say they come as the result of a long-standing investigation. 
A train jumped its tracks amid a winter storm in Lorain County in northeastern Ohio. ONN's Michael Kelly has the details. The sound of slamming and crashing steel boxcars rang out amid a persistent snow squall around 1 p.m. in Amherst Township on Tuesday. Fire crews responded to that derailment just east of State Route 58 say no hazardous materials were spilled. In all, 10 cars on that Norfolk Southern Line bound for New York from Indiana were involved. Amherst, a community notorious for power outages, lucked out this time. Mayor Mark Costelow says the wreck missed the main electrical feed by about 50 feet. Fortunately, no injuries were reported. Wintry conditions are believed to have been involved. Michael Kelly, ONN News. Legislation filed yesterday would delay the collection of nuclear subsidies under the law at the center of a $60 million federal bribery probe. So far, Ohio Republican lawmakers have struggled to find common ground on a repeal effort. Republican Representative Jim Hoops introduced a bill to halt the collection of at least $170 million in nuclear and solar subsidies for one year. The $1 billion nuclear bailout will add a fee to every electricity bill in the state beginning January 1st. The 11th hour bill comes after months of Republican infighting on what action to take on the nuclear bailout legislation that led to the downfall of their former House Speaker. In an affluent central Ohio neighborhood, Hilliard police say they found one of the largest criminal enterprises they've ever investigated. Yolanda Harris reports. Police found stolen identities, more than 20 pounds of marijuana, a stolen gun, and more than $100,000 in cash. That investigation led police to six other rented properties in the area where Hilliard police say a total of $500,000 was stolen from 3,000 victims through mail theft and stolen identities. Police also also confiscated more than 90 pounds of marijuana, pills, and 11 guns. Nine people were indicted in an investigation that spanned 10 months. I'm Yolanda Harris. One of the leading companies in autonomous vehicle technology plans to open a new testing site in Ohio. The new site being built at the Transportation Research Center near Columbus will allow the company to work on motion control testing and heavy-duty truck testing. The company says the research center will also be used to run trials in varying weather conditions. Waymo's main testing facility is near Merced, California, but this will be its first permanent location at a third-party test site. It plans to open the new center in Ohio sometime in the middle of next year. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention yesterday made a decision about who should be the first to receive a COVID-19 vaccine. During an emergency meeting of their board of directors, a 13-to-1 vote recommended healthcare workers and nursing home residents should be the first to receive vaccines under emergency use authorization. Pfizer and Moderna have already applied for an EUA, but it still needs approved by the Food and Drug Administration. That's expected later this month. The CDC is also altering their guidance on how long one should quarantine if they've had contact with someone who is COVID-19 positive. The CDC director told the White House it will soon issue new guidelines to shorten the amount of time someone should quarantine when coming in close contact with a positive case. The new guidelines will recommend 7 to 10 days instead of 14. If you get a negative test after 7 days, your quarantine could end. And the coronavirus may have come to the U.S. earlier than previously thought. Yolanda Harris has the details. The CDC has said the first COVID-19 cases in the U.S. were reported mid-January. However, according to a study, the novel coronavirus could have started infecting people in the United States a month earlier. CDC researchers analyzed blood donations collected by the American Red Cross from December 13, 2019 through January 17, 2020. They detected some antibodies for COVID-19 in that blood. I'm Yolanda Harris. 
Special thanks to affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.